Time to return to our pit stop of Inuyasha. Inuyasha. For just a week this time. Yep. And then we'll be gone for another, like, month and a half-ish. All right. Ish? I don't know. I don't hopefully, know time anymore. Hopefully Kagome gives us a, a recap in the next episode so that we'll remember what the heck happened. That would be very nice. It would. Usually we're like, Kagome, please do not do this. But this time we're like, Kagome, please, please. we really do need it. Please. Please. Welcome back to Jared and I'll watch Inuyasha. Inuyasha. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode number 29, where we are talking about season two, episode number two, or episode 29, called Sango's Suffering and Kohaku's Life. Ba, 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 ba. I wonder what's happening in this episode. Um, Ow. Jared hurts himself in this That's episode. That's what happens in this episode. Rip. Oh, boy. So. So? We begin this episode in the present. Yeah. And you were confused. Enough. I was very confused, yes. Uh, Kagobi's grand grandpa is like reading the newspaper and is like trying to think of new illnesses that she he, that he could use to explain why she's absent all the time. And he's yep. like, oh, hand, foot, and mouth disease. Only kids get that. Dang it! Can't use Gotta that. Roll that out. My niece, my second niece, just had that. Really? Yeah. Wow. They had to pull her out of daycare. I don't know what that is. It's a hand, foot, and mouth disease. Yikes. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but then a lady walks by and is like, oh, man, I have a cold. This sucks. He's like, oh, a cold. A cold. I've got it. And she keeps running back and forth by him. And she's like, hi, Grandpa. And he's like, hi. Hi. <laughs> Bye, Grandpa. Watch out for cars. I'll see you later. Watch out for cars. Hey, wait a minute. Where are you going? <laughs> school. Her mom's like, oh, she's going to school. He's like, wait a minute. I was trying to no. find a new illness for her. Dang it. She goes to school and has forgotten literally everything. Yep. All her textbooks are at home. Yep. She's like, oh, no. And her classmates are like, wow, you came to school for once and you're this unprepared. Nice. And then some guy just comes in and is like, is there, is there a Kagabe here in this classroom? Your little brother Sota said, hey, here's some books. Also, he forgives you for being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, thanks. And then he, she also learns that, like, Sota had been basically hanging around her friends and learning about, like, what she needed and what notes she needed and everything. Yep. She's like, yep. oh, that little brat. But I guess he's all right. Yeah, I mean, like, Sota's a real one, man. Like, he was trying to help out. Like, mm -hmm. what a good brother. And she's like, that little brat. He needs brat. to mind his own business. And I'm like, yo, that dude is, like, helping you out. He wants you to. Well, he, he also said that if you fail six times, then they could be the same grade. But he, <laughs> he, he really does want you to, to succeed. He's trying. He's trying his best. Good job, Sota. Mm -hmm. uh, we head back to the old times. Inuyasha's destroying a bunch of demons, which I wasn't sure if this was like a recap of when he did this the first time. I think it was. And then afterwards, he's just like hanging out with Shippo and he's like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. There's also the um, the the bee pelvic thrust. Oh yes, there's at... a bee that arrives to Naraku's castle and pelvic thrusts at him through a wall, and Naraku's like, "Oh yes, I see. Inuyasha's doing things." <laughs> and then he reveals his newest agent, who's going to help 
destroy stuff for him. And by that, I mean kill Inuyasha and his pals. And also has a cool red light behind him. Yeah. Who could this <laughs> this young young child be? I don't know. Who knows? But that bee was really going at it. Mm-hmm. He was ready. So yeah, then Inuyasha's trying to do his special attack, and Shippa's like, eh, maybe it was his luck. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <sighs> they go back and buy the fire, and Mur- him and, and Moroku's like, yeah, my wind tunnel's kind of messed up, so I can't use that for a while. And Inuyasha's like, yeah, whatever. I'll be able to beat anyone who comes our way. And Moroku's like, cool. I'm glad you're confident, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kagome and Songo go and enjoy a hot spring, and Songo's like, well, are they going to peek at us? And Kagome's like, I mean, Roku might, but Inuyasha, he's a cold fish. Whatever that means. What does that mean? I don't know. A cold fish. He has. He's just emotionless. He doesn't care. Did you Google it? No, I don't know. That's just me inferring. Cold fish meaning. <laughs> a fish that's cold. <laughs> As you do. A person who shows little or no emotion or is unfriendly, reserved, etc. There you go. All right. So yeah, they get in the hot tub. The, which is just the a, hot spring. Hot spring, excuse me. And Songo's like, look at my butt crack. Look at my butt. And Kagome's like, look at your butt crack. Yep. Except not really. Nope. They talk about her dead brudda. Her brudda. <laughs> and then also they just like shift positions. They warp. Necklaces yeah. kind of just come and go. <laughs> Song goes like next to Kagome and then like warps up with her towel on. And then Kagome is completely naked. And then when she needs to talk about the jewel, she's like, oh, by the way, I have the jewel around my neck. I'm like, what is happening? And then happening warps back in into scene? the hot spring. It, what is happening <laughs> in this scene? <laughs> it's, it's wild. Chaos. And, then they, and then they think someone's like one of them is spying on them and Song goes throws a rock, but it's just a monkey. And then the others, and then Yasha and Roku show up and like, hey, what's going on? And then they get beat up. Yeah, they hear they hear the monkey in the chaos. And so like, oh, no, I'm worried about them. And then they come and then they get beat up, which is kind of mean. And this ship was just like, hey, I mean, you were do actually doing the right thing that time. So kind of feel bad for you. And Yasha's like, why did we get to get beat up? And Roku's just like, oh, Worth man, it. we saw a good sight there. Worth it. Real good. <laughs> uh, they get off on the road again. Uh, and then some dude just comes and just bleeds to death in front of them. And they're like, that's weird. And then you're just like, there's blood everywhere. Blood. They go to a village and just everyone's dead. Yep. And then they're like, oh, we can't move around because everything's booby trapped. Oh, no, you can't even bury the people. And you're just like, oh, whatever. Who cares? I will run after who this person is. Cuts a house in half. And then the person responsible comes out and, oh, my God. Who could it be but Koaku? So I was like, oh no. Kira was like, oh no. And Yash was like, I'll fight this dude. I'm going to step on a mine. Oh no. Uh, Kohaku flees and Songo and Kirara basically f- go after him. And they go through a shield that the others can't get through. And maybe figures it out and explains it to everybody else. Like, that's our brother. Yeah, and then Maroka's like, hey, he had a... She got shard in his back, just like Songo had. Is it Kagome's the one who's supposed to be able to detect this? So how yes. come she missed it? Moroku's like, "Oh, by the way, did you realize that?" I'm like, Kagome, you Moroku had a good night job. last night. He's got ex- extended boner powers happening right now, so he's <laughs> he's on top of his game. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll buy that. I'll buy that as the truth. Yeah. 
Uh, so they go into the, or Songo and Kirara go into the the little shield, and Naraku pops out like, "Hey, I made your brother come back to life. I could keep him alive forever. You just gotta steal the Tetsaiga for me." And then she's like, "No!" And then Naraku's like, "I'll be waiting for you." Look at his freckles. Look at his freckles. And then like he leaves, and Songo leaves, or Kohaku leaves, and Kirara just looks up at Songo's like, "That was messed up." <laughs> I could have sworn that his shard was in his neck. I could have sworn. It's in his back here. And Well, you lost that bet. Like, I I wonder if it, like, moves at some point. Because I can remember it being there. And there's no reason why I would remember that if it wasn't somewhat accurate. Who knows? Anyway, right now it's in his back. Yeah, they regroup with the others and they're like, hey, we should go bury the bodies and do all that stuff. Get rid of those, those traps. Mm-hmm. Moroku's talking with Kagomi and Inyasha. It's like, I bet Naraku was there and probably like said something to her and showed that her brother's a puppet now. Her brother. So she can't kill him. Inyasha's like, I'll stop him even if I have to kill him. And Inyasha says it so loud. Yep. <laughs> He's like, do you have a problem with that song, Go? And she's just like, guys, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm real my, sad. My brother's back. And he's trying to kill back. everybody. So they go all go to sleep, and she's like, oh, what do I have to do? What do I do? What do I do? I have to take the dead side. Oh, no. And that's our cliffhanger. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So there is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some notes and differences. Okay. There is an error when Inuyasha runs towards and slashes the house into, ha- in- into half. In half, I guess that would be the correct way, not into half. Yeah. Where Tetsaiga's sheath has a square shape. I don't. I think it's the the handle, like or I guess the, the handle, whatever. The the what should I call it? That's by the handle. I keep making very inappropriate gestures with my hand when I'm trying to <laughs> indicate what what I'm talking about. It's some, some one part of the the sword is square shaped when it shouldn't be. Yes, exactly. There you go. And differences from the manga. The entire opening with the, the entire opening with Kagome in the modern era is anime exclusive. Cool. Inuyasha attempting to use his cool special attack again is anime exclusive. The anime extends the conversation between Sango and Kagome in the hot spring to include Kagome's reasoning for collecting the Shikan shards. Kagome's conversation about her brother is exclusive to the anime. The anime adds traps in the village, Kohaku slaughters. In the manga, Miyoga is the one to inform the group that the child they saw was Kohaku. In the anime, however, Miyoga doesn't appear, and it's Kagome who figures out is Kohaku after hearing Sango say his name. It's a shame. We could have heard some, oh, Lord Inuyasha, I believe that child is Kohaku, Sango's younger brother. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. You can't just say Kohaku. You have to say my brother or her brother. Yes. Uh, Kirara and Shippo removing bombs from the village huts only happens in the anime. And then to prove that Kirara and Shippo are best characters. And in the manga, Kagome orders Inuyasha to sit before he can try to force Sango to talk about her meeting with Naraku. In the anime, this doesn't occur, and Inuyasha's yelling causes Sango to leave in anger. Grr. Well, if only she decided to not look back in anger. Oh, no. I heard her say. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Boop. So yes, next time when we talk about Inuyasha in like a month and a half, we will be discussing season two, episode number three, or episode 30 called Tetsaiga is Stolen, Showdown at Naraku's Castle. Cannot imagine what's going to happen in this episode at all. Probably nothing. Yeah, probably nothing real important. 
But of course, next week we will be back to Love Live Superstar. Super? Because the, uh, the Paralympics, I'm guessing, will be over. Then they'll start airing the show again. Yeah. So there is that. But that's going to do it for this episode. If you would like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you would like more from Ann Ladium, go to AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at AnimeCheckup. And you can buy our books, One Shining Moment, A Critical Analysis of Love, Live, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. So join us next week as we make our triumphant return to Love Live Superstar. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>